following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. Your face is all I 
your faith abounds to Amen. me. Amen. To me. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. America is hanging in the balance. America is hanging in the balance. Ever since the Garden of Eden, there have been two kingdoms. The kingdom of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the kingdom of self. And there has been the tree of life, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of self has grown and grown until it has wrapped its tendrils around America. And it's threatening to destroy this nation. The tree of self has to be cut down, cut off by the blood of Jesus Christ. I am desperately concerned. It has driven me for hours to the prayer closet to cry out to God. There is a road called Romans 6. Later this week, I'll speak in detail about this Romans 6 road. But first, we need to look honestly at the condition and what the Word of God has to say about it. We need to begin recognizing the desperate need in our hearts to desert the kingdom of self. In America, we have mixed very cleverly the gospel message with the kingdom of self so that for many, the kingdom of God has been pushed aside. It's been fragmented the kingdom of self has been lifted up in the prosperity gospel of the Pentecostal church it breaks my heart the holiness church of America has turned to legalism which is just another form of the kingdom of self We've come to a time when we, the people, Christians, must humble our hearts before Almighty God and repent and return wholeheartedly to the kingdom of life, the kingdom of self with all of its allure, 
wants to use the basic principles of the gospel for its own advantage, saying, you're loved unconditionally. That's from the kingdom of self. If you hear a pastor say, God loves you unconditionally, know that man is speaking directly over the loudspeaker of the kingdom of self. God does not love us unconditionally, else there would be no hell and there would be no judgment. But there is a hell and there is a judgment. And I want you to be ready to face that judgment. I want you and I want myself to be able to stand in that great day before Jesus without condemnation in righteousness and holiness. That's the cry of my heart. This kingdom of self is utterly deceptive because everything in the world has to be twisted to how will this help me? What advantage will this give me? And then I hear the Christian pastors say, you can never leave your sin. That is, they are in reality saying, you can never leave the kingdom of self. That's a lie. There is a power in the tree of the in the tree of life there is a, a power that breaks every bondage that makes in reality a person gloriously righteous walking in holiness walking selflessly before a holy god this is where we must go now this is not new There's nothing new under the sun. This comes back to something that we're all well acquainted with, the stories of Scripture. But this story you may not have heard accurately, fully. I'm going to walk through this story with you today and tomorrow. I want you to see the depth of what God was dealing with. In the book of Judges, the sixth chapter, again the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and for seven years he gave them into the hands of the Midianites. Over and over in the book of Judges, so much so that it makes me shudder to read the book of Judges. The children of Israel turn away from the living God. They become involved in the synchronism of the of the Moabites and the Amalekites, the Canaanites. They begin to attack, attach themselves to these foreign gods like Moloch and Baal. They begin to lust after the success that they see Baal giving to the pagans. 
Now, God, Yahweh, is the source of their prosperity, but they want more. And so again, after 40 years of peace, a new generation, and they begin to do evil in the eyes of the Lord. And so God, for seven years, hands the nation of Israel over to the Moabites. The Moabites have moved into America. They are ruining the face of our nation. The Moabites are the ones rioting in Portland, Oregon, or Seattle, Washington, or Minneapolis, or Chicago, or Washington, D.C., Baltimore. It is frightening what's happening in New York City. Many were shot over this last weekend. Many were killed, mainly black men killing other black men. Rioting, burning, breaking, stealing. This is what the Moabites did to the children of Israel. They swept into Israel and they began to oppress them so much so that the Israelites, to be safe, began sheltering themselves in mountain cliffs. They moved out of their towns. That's happening in America. People are fleeing from Seattle and Portland and Chicago and Denver. Breaks my heart. Denver is my home city. I was born in Denver. I've always considered Denver to be my home. But it's not anymore. People are fleeing from these cities, just as in the time of Israel. They're moving into caves. They're moving into strongholds. They're headed for the country. And wherever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites and the Amalekites and the other eastern people invaded the country. They camped on the land. They ruined the crops all the way to Gaza and did not spare a living thing for Israel, neither sheep nor cattle nor donkey. They came up with their livestock and their tents like swarms of locusts. It was impossible to count the men and their camels. They invaded the land to ravage it. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. And when the Israelites cried to the Lord because of of the Midianites, he sent them a prophet. The Lord said to the children of Israel, and this is found in Judges, the sixth chapter, if you're just joining us. The last part of verse 8. I brought you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. God brought America up out of the land of persecution in Europe. And he brought men and women to this land who desire to worship the Lord God of heaven their way without 
the government trying to control them and tell them when and where and how they could worship. Suddenly in America, the government is again telling Christians when and where and how they can worship. You're not allowed to sing in church. Many places, churches are banned from opening. Oh, never mind. Walmart can open. Kmart can open. Home Depot and Lowe's can open. Thousands can be on the streets protesting. The bars can be open. The liquor stores can be open. But not the church. The church is not essential. That's what the government has said in this nation. It's the same thing that happened with the Midianites. And believe me, those who have held that position, like the governor of Michigan, of Oregon, of Washington, they're controlled by the Midianite spirit. They're pagans. Those who want to lock down America, who have destroyed our economy, they're Midianites. Call them what they are. We have a whole political party today of Midianites who want to kill the babies, who want to destroy your financial ability to care for yourself and your family. They're Midianites. The Lord said, I brought you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. I snatched you from the power of Egypt and from the hand of your oppressors. I drove them from before you and gave you their land. I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live. But you have not listened to me. You have not listened to me. The Christian church in America has not listened to the prophetic warnings God has sent to this nation. The strike on the Twin Towers was a wake-up call from God. What did we do? My spiritual father, David Wilkerson in New York City, said that for a, a few weeks afterward, the Times Square Church was jammed with people. And then it all dissipated. People settled back into their worldliness. They no longer wanted to discover the tree of life. They went back to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And they've had 19 years. That seems to be what God gives to Israel as a warning during Jeremiah's time. Now we're faced with a much more severe infestation of Midianites who come and ruin the land, who burn the cities, who destroy, who pillage, who drive people out. Antifa, 
an utterly wicked, ungodly organization. Go to their webpage and and read for yourself where they stand. Antifa wants to take the dad out of the family. They don't stand for the gospel of Jesus. They stand for the Antichrist. They are a part of Antichrist. They are Midianites come to destroy the land, come to destroy freedom, and to establish Marxism, communism in America, on America's soil. I'm astonished at the deadness of the Christian church in not responding to this wickedness and saying, enough of the looting, enough of the burning, enough of the thuggery, enough of the violence, and we will take back our land. How do we take it back? We humble our hearts before God. We confess our sin. We turn away from our wicked ways. We desert the tree of self, of self-interest. And we go humbly and ask the Lord to graft us in to the tree of life that is, into Jesus Christ, we humble our hearts and we repent. And then the Lord said he would heal our land. It's going to take a magnificent, miracle-working, godly power to come and change the course of events for America. There's going to have to be a glorious release of the Holy Spirit. There was, in the day of Gideon, verse 11, the angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak. Gideon was there threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. Usually you thresh the wheat up on the top of the hill, but that wasn't safe. So he was down in the valley where the Midianites would not look for a threshing floor. It made it much more difficult to separate the grain from the chaff. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. But sir, Gideon replied, If the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Lord, if if you're with us, why have the Midianites come into our land and ravaged us? Why is our... Why... Why has our business been closed? Why are our cities being burned? Lord, where are all the wonders that our fathers told us about when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and put us into the hand of Midian. It's true. 
I don't believe the Lord brought the curse of COVID-19 upon us. I don't believe God brought on us the Midianites. But as we sinned as a church against him, as we preached our false gospel of eternal security and unconditional love, as we brought into the church the entertainment of the age, as our pastors stopped preaching the full gospel and preached pleasant things, prosperity, entertainment, as we filled our churches with concerts and made them into music halls, as this as the churches stopped holding their pastors accountable for righteousness. And as the pastors stopped preaching fire and brimstone and judgment upon sinners, when the law was cast out and no one saw their true condition before a righteous and holy God, the Midianites came flooding in. This land does not belong to the Midianites. This land belongs to the Christian church. This land was founded. America was founded as a Christian nation. And it looks like the Lord has abandoned us to looting and burning violence and murder, every sexual perversion. Our Supreme Court has gone along with these perversions and made them into common law for America. Roe versus Wade. A man can marry a man or a woman can marry a woman. No, the government did not create marriage. Marriage was God's invention, and the government doesn't have the right to change what a marriage is. Do you understand? The U.S. government and the Justice Department has been complicit in turning our corporate backs on the living God of heaven and on the tree of life. And the tree of self has been lifted up in Hollywood, in every area of commerce, in every area the tree of life has been put down and discounted and scorned in America. But now the Lord has abandoned us and put us into the hand of Midian. America today is in the hand of Midian. And our economy has been destroyed. Many of you are struggling not knowing how you'll pay for your mortgage or your rent. You're looking at foreclosure Many of you are having to go to food banks to gain enough to sustain your life 
This is happening all across America. Now the angel of the Lord, or the Lord himself, this is the pre-incarnate Jesus we find in verse 14. The Lord turned to him, or to Gideon, and said, Go in the strength you have, and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Okay, Gideon, thresher of wheat hidden from the Midianites. But Lord, verse 15, Gideon asked, How can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. He's a humble man. He says, Lord, how can I do that? Listen to the answer. Verse 16. The Lord answered, I will be with you and you will strike down all the Midianites together. The Lord's answer is, Okay, Christian church, go in the strength you have and save America. Save America out of the hands of the Midianites. Am I not sending you American church? Now the American church is going to have to rise up and say, Lord, we can't save America. We have sinned against you. Your ways are righteous and just. We are the weakest. We have compromised with darkness. We've loved the things of the world and the flesh and the devil. We are the absolute least because we've been robbed. Righteousness has been taken from us. A false righteousness has been preached to us. One of the greatest sorrows of my heart is that the American church has never heard the gospel of righteousness by true faith. Not imputed righteousness, but imparted righteousness. Real righteousness that transforms the life of a sinner into a saint. America's never heard in this age, in this generation, America has never heard this awesome gospel of the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. We have diminished the blood of Jesus to that of bulls and goats of the Old Testament where we've said, just as the blood of bulls and goats could only cover over the sin until Jesus died on the cross, now the American church has said, the blood of Jesus can't cleanse and transform a man today and make him righteous. No, we have to wait until we die. Well, I want to tell you today, death is not my Savior. My Savior is Jesus, only Jesus. And by his blood on Calvary's tree, 
He opened the way for you and me to be made righteous in reality, to be set free, to be cleansed, to be healed, to cast the Midianites out of our land. I can tell you now, if the church will arise, and if we will pray, the Midianites will not win the next national election. But if we do not rise up and humble our hearts and seek real life in the tree of life, true righteousness, if we don't repent and turn from our wicked ways and from our entertainment and our tame preaching, if we don't turn aside from the way of the flesh and the world and the devil, without the Lord's interference, the Moabites will win the national election and they will destroy this nation and we will, we will be no more. There will no longer be an America. One world government will sweep in with power. Christians will be persecuted desperately and destroyed. Churches will be burned. America hangs in the balance. Now what are you going to do? Gideon's cry is, is right on. How can I save Israel? How can I save America? I'm the weakest. I'm the smallest. I have this tiny little footprint on radio when it should be national, but I can't go there. God has not given me the resources to go there. I'm the least in my family. I'm nobody. Lord, how can I? But the Lord answers, I will be with you. And you will strike down all of the Midianites together. Do you know how the Midianites were struck down? Israel didn't do it. Israel stood with their torches raised, shouting, breaking those clay pots, those pitchers. And the Midianites killed each other. They ate themselves. They destroyed themselves. That's what will happen in America. The Midianites will destroy themselves if we will humble our hearts and we will pray. Now, please don't misunderstand me. The Midianites are not just the ones rioting and murdering and burning. The Midianites have infiltrated our political system. The Midianites have infiltrated the church. The Midianites have infiltrated our corporations and our companies. God wants to remove them all. If you're a Midianite and you're listening to this broadcast, 
please know your time is short because the Lord God of heaven is going to rise up and he is going to destroy you. And he is going to set America back on course. A course of righteousness, of justice. So Gideon says, If now I have found favor in your eyes, give me a sign that it is really you talking to me. Please do not go away until I come back and bring my offering and set it before you. And the Lord, that is the pre-incarnate Jesus, said, I will wait until you return. Gideon went in and prepared a young goat. And with flour he made bread without yeast. Do you understand how long that would take him? He's got to go butcher that goat. He's got to prepare the flesh for meat. He has to cook that in the broth. He has to make the bread, the flat bread, without yeast. Finally, after several hours, the Lord has sat waiting. The incarnate Jesus Christ has been sitting waiting for Gideon to return. Gideon put the meat in a basket and its broth in a pot. He brought them out with the bread and he offered them to the Lord under the oak in the valley. I want you to see this. The first step that Gideon made was to make an offering before the Lord. He was making an offering of food. Now, in the New Covenant, that offering is the broken body of Jesus Christ and the spilled blood of Jesus Christ. Remember, we were told, Jesus said, eat my flesh and drink my blood. My flesh is real food and my my blood is real drink. The first step in freeing our land is to come and begin to eat the flesh and drink the blood of Jesus Christ. This is a spiritual meaning, not physical. This is coming to the tree of life and beginning to feast upon it and turn aside from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, from the entertainment, from the wickedness, from the darkness. This is coming to the tree of life and feasting on Jesus Christ. And as we do so, repenting, with tears, changing our behavior, changing what we're interested in, turning aside from the entertainment of of this age, from the television, from the internet, 
turning aside. No longer getting in the car and just automatically turning on the radio and listening to the music. Even so-called Christian music will corrupt you. It's sentimentalism. It's foolishness. It's not addressing the topic of praise for the washing away of our sins. For the blood shed on Calvary. It's seeking the face of Jesus. It was an offering. And the angel of God or the Lord said, Take the meat and the unleavened bread. Place them on the rock. Pour out the broth. Gideon did so. With the tip of the staff that was in his hand, the angel of the Lord touched the meat and the unleavened bread. Fire flared from the rock, consuming the meat and the bread. And the angel of the Lord disappeared. Jesus was placed on the cross. There his blood was poured out for you and for me. We were given an opening into the Holy of Holies by the means of Jesus Christ. We were given a way to be made righteous, to be made holy, to be healed, to be restored, to be given a right mind. That's there for you if you will come humbly before Almighty God. And if you will make a sacrifice, if you will make a sacrifice of your life, and you will place on the altar of Almighty God, according to Romans, the 12th chapter, you will become a living sacrifice, a living martyr, on the altar of burnt offering, placing your life fully and completely in the hands of Jesus Christ. Many years ago, I had a dream. In the dream, I was shackled to a pull cart. The shackles were iron. And on that pull cart were all my belongings. Everything I held dear I was in a long line of others who were also pulling pull carts. And ahead was a huge temple. And as we pulled our pull carts down the aisle, we came to the front where there was a a great fire burning. And there was a man in a long robe standing with a book open. And as it was your turn, you stepped up to that man and you gave him your name. I stepped up to that man and I said, My name is Ray Greenley. I come willingly and voluntarily to be consumed. He wrote my name in the book. 
and then with a wave of his hand he said, Enter the fire. And so like many others, I pulled my pull cart into that fire. And I felt no burning. But the iron shackles were burned from my arms. The cart was consumed. And I stepped out on the other side of that fire, a free man, cleansed by the fire of God, made clean by the blood of Jesus Christ. And I was a new man. I awakened and I began to cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, I choose voluntarily to pull my pull cart into the fire to be a living martyr, to give myself utterly and completely to you, Jesus, to seek only your face. That's where I still am. I have no hidden agenda in coming to you today. I have no hidden agendas with this radio broadcast. I am the weakest of all pastors. I'm nobody. I have a very small footstep on this radio broadcast. And I come declaring the glorious blood of Jesus Christ. And I come declaring that we can be made righteous if we will repent. And America, as it now stands, hanging in the balance, will repent if we will repent. And our land will be restored. Now, there are those who say it's over for America. I don't believe that. I believe God has a plan for America to reach out to the nations of this world, but it's going to mean America has to repent of its wickedness and its sin. And the Christian Church of America must rise up and say, Enough of this Midianite nonsense. We are going to be restored to law and order, to peace. We are going to be restored to the work of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I stand by faith for this today. I will not bow my knee to Black Lives Matter or to Antifa or to any other Midianite organization I will not bow my knee to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I will bow only to the tree of life, to Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior. Now Gideon said, Ah, sovereign Lord, I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, Peace, do not be afraid. He said, You are safe. 
Be not afraid. You are not going to die. Are you willing to offer that offering before Almighty God? Will you make the choice to become a living sacrifice? America hangs in the balance. That means you hang in the balance and your future and your family's future is hanging in the balance. Either the tree of life or the tree of the knowledge of good and evil which will surely bring utter, absolute destruction upon you and your family. Do you care enough to go back to the tree of life, to repent of your pride and your arrogance and your hardness of heart? Do you care enough for your family's sake to humble your heart before Almighty God That's all the time we have for today. I'd like to pray with you. Almighty God, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, thy will be done over America even as your will is done in heaven. I ask for your kingdom authority to be exercised over America. I ask you to deliver us from the Midianites. Lord, I ask you to deliver us in the name of Jesus. I ask you to pour out a gift of repentance and humility upon this land. I ask that you would restore us Lord, I can't rescue this land. I'm the least of my family, and I'm the least of your pastors. But Lord, you can do it. I plead now your mercy in the name of Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel. Someone wrote to me and said, Pastor, I don't remember what the webpage was because I'd like to make a contribution to help cover the cost of of radio. I sent a note, and what I said to them was nationalprayerchapel.com nationalprayerchapel.com Go to the upper right-hand corner and it will say Donate. You can click there and donate right now. Thank you. Mike, thank you for your gift this morning. Beth, thank you for your gift. David, Jeff, and many others, thank you. It's with your gifts that we can cover the cost of this radio every month. I don't have the ability to stay on the air by myself. With your help, we can do that. 
You can also write to me. I'd love to hear from you. I'm always encouraged by your notes and letters. Go to National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. Now, you can also make comments during this broadcast by going to the YouTube at studio youtube.com and there you can give comments on what you're hearing and your testimony so write to me at the National Prayer Chapel Post Office Box 2346 Woodbridge, Virginia 22195 this is a live stream day by day from one to 2 p.m. My dear brother and sister, I'm humbling my heart before the Lord. I pray you're doing the same. It's time. God bless you. I love you. I wish I could meet each one of you. Someday I pray I can. I love you. I'll talk to you soon.